And good evening. We are officially live. I, I like that. Uh, and uh, man, we've got here, we've got uh, Thomas and Chris and myself uh, joining you and glad that you're uh, watching. At least I hope somebody's watching. Uh, and uh, as we continue on looking at Thanksgiving uh, and things that we are thankful for. And uh, man, I thought Thomas had a great idea as he was driving in. He threw something at us and uh, uh, thankful for uh, uh, some foods. You know, what foods are we thankful for? Thanksgiving foods. Uh, uh, and, you know, I kind of, you know, I, we're supposed to give thanks in all things. And so I think Thanksgiving food could be one of those things we can give thanks for. So, man, I'll let y'all go first. What, man, what do you like about, and, and not necessarily Thanksgiving foods, but maybe Thanksgiving traditions that you're thankful for. And folks, if you've got something you would like to join in, man, please jump in. Tell us what you're thankful for, your Thanksgiving food, uh, tradition, whatever it is. All right, y'all go for it. Mm. Here you go, Chris, and I'll, I'll come in with my my favorites, plural. Um, there are so many things I enjoy. <laughs> it's hard to pick a favorite. Um, let's see. I really love good dressing with gravy on it. Mm. Uh, yes. That's pretty pretty good place to start. Very thankful for, you know, bread and cornbread and crackers and toast and whatever else is in there. And uh, man, I so ghibli gravy across the top. Mm. Good stuff. So and it's got to be mom's, right? I mean, yes. mother makes no one makes it the right way except your mom. <laughs> Or my wife. Good, good answer. Okay, well, I mean, for me, yeah. For you, okay. Um, yeah, you're... Green bean casserole. I'm going to go through my list here. Green bean casserole, that's one of my favorites. Ham. I like turkey, but ham beats out turkey in my mind. I'm a, I'm a bigger ham fan. Um, and then from because there, I, well, it's, it's, I have, again, see the giant mic <laughs> the and the headphones and I've got way. a ring light. So I have a bit of it, probably a bit of an ego and I'm a ham. Um, and then we've got the, um, let's see, uh, green bean casserole, ham. And then, uh, I like cranberry sauce, but I only, I like the canned cranberry sauce. I want it to make a sound when you pour it out and the little rivets give you a line where, line where to cut. So you cut it uh, yeah, even. That's mine. I've just that's <laughs> that's it, you know. And then from there, I'm I'm open to uh, to really anything edible, mashed potatoes and the macaroni and cheese or whatever whatever people serve. Um, I've even had people serve oysters at at a at a um, at a Thanksgiving dinner before, and I was didn't know what to react to with that. But uh, run away, Thomas, run away. Yeah, I've seen most that oyster dressing. That's some people's tradition is oyster uh, dressing. And uh, I mean, I like oysters, but I, you know, and I like dressing. dressing. I just don't <laughs> like them both. So, no, uh, not but, me. Yeah, yeah, I like, you know, I think, you know, my favorite Thanksgiving foods, dressing above all. Kathy makes a mean dressing, and uh, I love it. Um, but she also makes her own cranberry sauce, not the out of you know, the <laughs> cranberry sauce. Uh, it's the real stuff. And it's just it is just I, I can't explain it. It's just 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 goodness. And you put that with the dressing and the gravy and I don't need turkey. I don't need anything else. Just give me that. And I'm happy to go. Yeah, I love my, my mom cooked cranberry sauce before. And um, it's really good. I enjoy it very much. Yeah, it's it's got 
got some good stuff in it. Uh, now, dessert Here's something I'm thankful for right here. Oh, Mr. Daniel. Came in to show me a uh, snowman he colored. Oh, wow. excellent snowman. The name is, is, yeah. His name is Joseph. That's his coat. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I sure will. It's a Bible joke. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, now dessert yeah, He's got wise, his coat of many colors on. There we it. go. Thank you. Dessert-wise, there's nothing better, nothing better than a coconut meringue pie. Pecan pie. And maybe right close behind it's a banana pudding, but uh, I got to have <laughs> That's just. Yeah. My mom makes a peach or an apple cobbler that's out of this world. And, man, you, you slap some bluebell on that and oh, go to town. And yeah. I'm not a meringue guy, so, I mean, I love coconut, but I love banana pudding. But, man, meringue on a pie, whoa. Just put some bluebell on it. and it just it yeah. makes it <laughs> yeah, It's like a Band-Aid on a two-year-old's cut. It fixes everything. That's yeah. right. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm right, a, anybody out there that's listening to us, y'all got anything, your uh, foods that you are just thankful for? We're, we were talking to Kathy about Kathy earlier, and, and she says she uh, she enjoys the uh, enjoys the cooking. She enjoys cooking, I should say. And so uh, as evident what you've said, I, I, I'm i glad you enjoy eating her cooking so that uh, do. everyone wins. <laughs> yes, I do. That's why I've gained weight. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh, I see. Kathy said sweet potato pie over there. Uh, they just got young. Have sweet yep. potato pies yep. all day long, but yeah, uh, yeah. I haven't figured that one out yet. There's so many uh, wonderful desserts. <laughs> just, I know. Why that? Why ruin dessert? You know, that's yeah, exactly ruin well, those marshmallows and all the good yummy stuff in there. I know. Yeah. Well, you know, we could tell you what. Let's take a take a pause and and talk about the big holiday coming up. After this holiday, see, now my opinion is Christmas started in November. We took a break for Thanksgiving, and then we get back to Christmas again. Um, Chris, why don't you tell us about this uh, about this uh, Team Kid uh, Christmas stroll coming up? Yes, yeah. It'll be, as you can see on the graphic, it'll be December the 15th. Um, we'll start around 6 p.m. What we're In the past, we've done a program in the auditorium. Um, we did um, sort of a, a still drama with narration. Well, this year we're going to do something different. We're going to have what we're calling the Teen Kid Christmas Stroll. And kind of it's a Christmas card theme where we will uh, we'll portray different scenes that will tell the Christmas story all the way up to the birth of Jesus. Um, and then ending with the uh, wise men who came uh, probably a couple years later or so. Uh, but each room will have a gigantic Christmas card in it. And uh, in front of the Christmas card will be the kids who will be dressed as, you know, first century <clears throat> uh, Jewish people who are, um, you know, it'll be the, the shepherds and it'll be Mary and Joseph and all of the, you know, the well-known scenes. And uh, so they will be kind of like a kind of like living Christmas cards and there'll be a brief narration and, you know, parents and family members and so forth be able to come into the room and, and see the kids and hear the narration and it will it will just tell the christmas story and you just go from room to room all the way down the hallway until you get to the end and then head upstairs where we will have a, a hot chocolate and cookie uh, fellowship have a real good festive time up there so something new something different we're trying this year and uh, looking forward to it well it looks like beverly crocker is as well oh yeah, yeah. i see that it just popped up yeah, yeah. It, I, i'm excited 
I'm excited about it. I really am. I mean, it's something different, uh, as close to a live nativity scene as we've done in a very long time, uh, and and getting the kids involved in it. I think that's super. And, you know, Thomas, I mean, really, this Sunday begins the first Sunday of Advent. So we are, you know, moving into uh uh, the Chris, uh, the Christmas season. Uh, just want to make sure and let folks know who are watching that uh, Team Kid that they normally bring their kids to Team Kid on Wednesday nights. Uh, this Wednesday night, because of Thanksgiving, there will be no Team Kid. So uh, please don't drop your kids off. We, there'll be nobody there to take. They'll be lonely. Of. They'll be very lonely. They'll be very lonely yeah, on that. Yeah, and then coming up even beyond that is, uh, and I'm thinking of all sort of sorts of hard hitting questions like, how long do you leave your tree up after? after the, you know, after Christmas. But before we go to that, here's, here's our December 24th service or Christmas Eve service. Last year we pre-taped it and, or aired it on, on our various channels. And uh, this year we're, we're doing it live to uh, live to an, a live studio audience. That's it. And I'm excited about it. Uh, it it's going to be wonderful. We haven't, I mean, it's been a couple of years since we've been able to do this and, uh, and so, you know, December the 24th, 6 p.m., folks, we only go 45 minutes. I mean, that's it. And we encourage you to bring your family uh, to come and celebrate the reason for the season. Uh, we'll have the Lord's Supper as we remember the time, why he came. You know, so many times we just focus on the birth, forgetting the reason he came, and that was to be crucified for our sins. And so we're going to remember that, the reason he came. And so it's going to be a great time um, with some music, and I don't know what else is going on, but uh, it's going to be, it's going to focus us on the real reason for Christmas. And so, man, just come, bring your relatives. I've Somebody said, well, normally they don't come with suits and tie. Come in sweats and T-shirt. We don't care. Just come and celebrate the birth. Um, man, I'd love to pack the church out uh, uh, to celebrate and to do that. That would be a great thing. Well, you know, and we've been in just wrapping up this series on uh, the Great Commission. And mm -hmm. one of the things that folks can do to give some action to that uh, message series. And um, as you go into December, continuing on, you know, this emphasis of reaching out is invite somebody to the Christmas Eve service. It's you know, hey, we're having a Christmas Eve service. You should come, you know, and, and the gospel will be presented. Amen. And so Amen. that is the probably the easiest way I can think of to invite someone to come to an event where they're going to be blessed and they're going to hear the gospel. And so it's a, a very unobtrusive way um, to, to reach out to neighbors or family members or whomever, friends, coworkers uh, this Christmas. So I'd encourage people to invite folks to come. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. It is non-threatening completely. Just, hey, just come. Uh, and, and, I and I would say that if you invite them and they come and you see them walk, you know, walk in, make way on your pew. Let them sit with you in that and feel comfortable in that. But, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I'm excited uh, uh, for this Christmas Eve. You know, you don't realize how much you miss it until you don't have it and yeah. things happen. And, and so I'm looking forward to this one. Thomas, we got any more thankfulness things? Let's take a gander here. Let's see here. Gander. That's a gander. goose, isn't it? It's a goose. Huh. Fair, fair, fair statement. Um, let's see here. Beverly just said that's right. So she's in agreement. Um, 
other than that, that's what we have right now. So if anyone has any comments to that, we're asking the questions of uh, what are you thankful for? In addition to that, please add your favorite Thanksgiving dish and why you why you enjoy it or if there's something that brings up a memory of, of Thanksgiving. You know, for us, it was always uh, during Thanksgiving, you would see grandmas, you know, and in my case, they're no longer with us, but you would you would uh, go see grandmas and aunts and uncles, and that was like two times in the year, Christmas and Thanksgiving. You knew you were, they were going to be there, and I had an uncle that, that smoked, and not that I've been condoning smoking, but, you know, the smell of, you'd walk into the house and like, oh, my uncle's here, because you, <laughs> you could yeah. smell the cigarette smoke, yeah. and <laughs> he'd want to yeah. count my ribs. I remember I was, I was, four or five and he'd say let me count your ribs thomas i'm like or tommy i'm like please don't you know count your ribs so yeah kids don't my kids don't find it funny so yeah (laughs) no i thought yeah it just yeah all the family things like that just uh you know bringing back uh you know memories as a kid on doing things and and you know making new memories for our kids grandkids uh and things like that you know as i was thinking you know one thing you know, in Scripture, Psalm 106.1 says, Praise to the Lord, O give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever. Man, there's something right there uh, that I'm thankful for, that even in my mess-ups, uh, he, he still loves me uh, no matter what. And, uh, you know, I'm thankful for that. So, folks, if maybe you have a favorite Thanksgiving verse you would like to share, uh, to uh, man, send that in also. That's one of my uh, favorites. It just reminds me uh, how good God is and how thankful I am. <laughs> he is that good, and He doesn't give me what I deserve. Chris, you and I kind of talked about that earlier. You know, uh, you know, I, I thank Him for His grace so much. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, I was uh, I was just thinking of the scripture passage in Revelation you and I were talking about earlier, and uh, where uh, Jesus says um, he says uh, I'm going to find it real quick. Well, I had it. Oh, because I will I will grant the one who overcomes permission to sit with me on my throne, just as I too overcame <clears throat> and sat down with my father on his throne and. You know, we were talking back and forth about this incredible, unimaginable gift that Jesus has given to those who trust in him for salvation and um, and and that one day to be able to sit with him on his throne, just as he sat with his father on his throne, just the unimaginable gift of grace that I'm so grateful to to know him and to be in him and to know that I will be with him forever. And, and not just to, just to be there to like, I didn't just get a ticket to get into the ball. You know, I'm sitting on the throne with, you know, the guy who's putting it all on and, yeah. and every other believer as well. And so it's, it's just really mind boggling, deeply grateful. It really is to be able to do that, man. Thomas, do you have any, uh, any more comments? Yeah. So kind of, and it- Jumping back a little bit to the food, Bev, Bev Crocker says she's, uh, I'm, I'm calling her Bev. I assume I can call her Bev. Uh, I'm giving her a nickname. Uh, Bev, Beverly Crocker, she was talking about green bean um, green bean casserole perhaps or green beans in general. And then Kathy, your Kathy, was saying that she is uh, thankful for the beautiful weather and that y'all still have some garden goodies growing. Yeah, we had uh, fresh tomatoes uh, on our salad today. So oh, man. <laughs> 
well, and you know, this weekend we had our, our wayfinders meeting and, uh, the activity was we, we egged, egged the church. I'm joking. We, we had an egg toss and we, but where I'm going with that is, is we discussed, you know, Thanksgiving and, um, one of our, and give me a second here as I pull up the, uh, pull up the lesson that we had kind of gone over. It was, uh, we talked about, <clears throat> you know, we think of thanks, giving thanks around Thanksgiving and we think of the food and that's, that's a big part of it. But the, the other part of it is, you know, we talked about Luke uh, 17, uh, 11, 11, and I'm waiting for my computer to pull this up. Here we go. And it was saying that, uh, it's talking about Jesus healing the lepers. And the story goes that, you know, he, he healed the lepers and, um, and I'm trying to get the note to pop up here. Here we go. And they're basically, there were, you know, 10 of them and nine of them left. And the last one said, thank you. And he rejoiced and, and he was told, um, you know, not to, let's see here. He says, now one of them, when he saw that he had been healed, turned back glorifying God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at his feet, giving thanks to him. And he was a Samaritan. But Jesus responded and said, were there not 10 cleansed, but the nine, where are they? And he says, was no one found who was no one found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said, stand up and go. Your faith has made you well. And the key takeaway with the kids was to say, hey, out of the 10 people healed, only one showed thanks. You know, so be thankful for your health, no matter at this moment, whatever condition it's in. And then the other one was um, make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always strive. And this is First Thessalonians 5, 15 through 18. Uh, make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will, uh, God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And it was really to say, hey, kids, you know, rather than just the most common things to give thanks for, um, think of the things that even went wrong. You know, if you get stalled on Highway 35, maybe there was a reason you know, maybe you were going to get into a wreck. Maybe God used that to slow you down. You know, and all those little things you have to, I say that it's is all easier said than done, but that's, that's the a way to look at it. Yeah, it always is. We always have, I mean, if you get stuck on highway 35 and you get out alive, that's reason to give thanks right there. If you get stuck on highway 35 and you're a believer and you don't get out alive, you still got reason to give thanks because <laughs> you'll never have to worry about highway 35. again. Fair. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It just, there is, there's always, we always gravitate to the bad, but even in the bad, there is something good. And the main thing to me, God's always with me. I've always got Christ with me walking through it. No matter how bad it is. He gets me through it uh, on that. Uh, you know, you were saying, you know, on the uh, on the lepers and that, and it's true. You know, the one that came back would have been the last one that you'd ever thought that'd come back and give thanks to God and a foreigner. Uh, and yet right there again, Chris, as you and I have talked uh, through the week and weeks as we've looked at the Great Commission, going to the nations, here's somebody not of Israel. Mm -hmm that is coming back to give thanks. Yeah. 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 And I think that's neat. Just kind of looking toward Christmas as I was reading through um, Matthew and Mark and Luke's accounts today, just trying to look toward December and, and what we'll do in worship services and um, reading the portion of the wise men 
you know, coming from the east, and these, uh, you know, would not have been Jews. They would have been Gentiles. Mm-hmm. So yeah. even, even at the birth, you see the presence of these Gentile kings, wise men, sages, whatever, you know. Um, and what really struck me is how far removed from Bethlehem they were, and the Jewish religious leaders are all right there in Jerusalem, They've got the Old Testament, the law, the prophets, all that, and they don't get it. And these, yeah, these guys come. I mean, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, Bethlehem is what, about five miles apart at the most? You, you can walk it in, you know, an hour and a half or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's close. And yet these guys come from so far away, and they bring gifts, and they lay them before, you know, Jesus, acknowledging him as the one born the king of the Jews. And you know, they obey God when he tells them to go back to a diff, uh, by a different route. And so these are men of, of incredible faith and, and knowledge of the scriptures. And it just struck me that there is a picture of the Gentile nations coming before the king and offering him these extravagant gifts. And then in the millennial reign of Christ, the nations will stream to Jerusalem where Jesus is king. And they will just deposit their wealth there before him and and before the and before Israel, and so it's just a really uh, Christmas had. There's so so many um, you know things that we see of people that you know outside of the of of the Jews to whom Jesus came, you know that that gospel going out to the whole world. And I'm really grateful because last I checked, my ancestors were somewhere in Western Europe causing a lot of trouble back then. <laughs> so you know. Well, that's it. That's what we don't think of. You know, again, Jesus came for the world. It wasn't just that one nation, uh, although the you know the Jews thought it was just going to be for them. But, uh, uh, you know, as you said, when we were talking again, folks, Chris and I, we talk and we banner stuff back and forth. So if we say, as we talked earlier, it's sometime during the week or weeks we've done. But God, you know, God had a bigger vision in mind than just little simple uh, mm. uh uh, Israel, and I'm so thankful for that because if it had not been for that, none of us would be saved today. I mean, and Christ doing the Great Commission and the and the and the disciples going out and doing what they were told to do, and uh, and you see the workings of God and how it goes, and and because of that, we're here today. Mm. Yeah. Thomas, we got anything else? We do not for this one, but I do recall last week, and let me see if we got any. We did make mention that we were going to try to put in some comments that may have came in after. Of course, I say that. Let's see here. Uh, Still going along the lines of being thankful. So let's see here. Let me see if we had come through. Um, Let's see. I'm building up to something that may be nothing. Um, <laughs> um, I apologize. I thought we had more. Uh, I may have to go back a few more, few more weeks. I thought okay. we had. Okay, well, that's okay. Uh, I was, I was uh, like, oh, I know there's a comment on there. I remember seeing it, and well, I'm thinking we of the one. We did have something we said we'd bring it up, and I don't remember what it was. To be honest with you, now uh, on that, we but, need to take uh, notes. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, we should. Uh, well, I hear I've got a question. I'll throw at both of you guys. As we look at, we considering thanks and giving thanks and, 
what what do you think it is that Thanksgiving does in us? You know, you look through the scriptures and you can just take a, a word search and put thanks in. And it is you scroll and you scroll and you scroll through the verses that talk about giving thanks to God and doing things with Thanksgiving and having a thankful heart. So what do y'all think it is about giving thanks? What, what does that accomplish in us? And, you know, for God to write so much about it in the scriptures and so for it to be referenced so many times, what, what do you think? For me, when I think of giving thanks, and, it, and it's not to sound like a downer kind of statement, but I think in terms of, hey, you know what? This could, have, this could be a lot worse. You know, it, it could be, you know what, I'm, I'm struggling with this, but there's other people struggling with something much worse than I am. You know, so I should be thankful that I've got what I do have because there are some that have none. And so for me, giving thanks is, you know, you know, thank you for, yes, the basic stuff I have, but it's also a matter of saying um, that I'm, I'm, I am acknowledging that, you know, as a, as a, you know, as a, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, you know, our Lord. It's 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 basically giving thanks to say, hey, you know, I deserve to die. I don't deserve to have what I have, and then and I do, and so that's for me. So, like perspective and contentment, maybe. Yes, we'll go with that. That's the best way to yeah. describe it. I think, yeah, and I think that when we have a spirit of thankfulness, and what it does in us is when we are thankful. And we express that thankfulness to the Lord; it pleases Him, mm. and uh, and in turn, we are pleased in that because, uh, you know, I've said before, He knows we see it. He knows mm. that we understand. We know where things are coming from, and so our thankfulness is a form of worship, really. Uh, lifting him up, giving thanks. And whenever we worship the Lord, his presence is right there anytime we worship him. And so I mm-hmm. think that it, that Thanksgiving is is just really a worship of the Lord. Uh, maybe, that, and really, that, isn't that what real worship is all about? It's giving thanks. It's giving worship. Every time I see in Revelation, when you see uh, uh, the... Uh, praises to the Lord there. It's, it's a thankfulness and uh, the lifting him up and thanks, you know, thanksgiving. So I think it's, it's, uh, it's, it's worship. And again, he, he inhabits his worship, the worship of him. We have his presence. Yeah. Yeah. Good story. I uh, last Saturday, I, Daniel and I went out to the lake fishing for just a little while in the afternoon, just kind of dinging around and really helping him work on casting and you know just having a good time so anyway the the, i just grabbed whatever i could find on the way out to eat and i grabbed like four or five apples and a half a bag of uh rice cakes which is really lame but at any rate he had pretty much gobbled up everything and so we were on our way home and and um and so stephanie and the other boys had they had eaten at home and so daniel and i are riding down the west loop toward the interstate over there and i said daniel are you hungry daddy I am so hungry. Like, okay. And just kept on driving and um, <clears throat> he didn't say anything. And so we uh, crossed the interstate, turned left right there at Bucky's. And then I turned into where the Burger King and all that are. I went up the hill and I turned left into, started to turn into the Burger King parking lot uh, to get him a hamburger. And he said, Daddy, he said, well, what are we doing? 
And I said, there's only one reason to turn into a burger joint. And he went, thank you, dad. <laughs> 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 and I mean, it warmed my heart so yeah. much just because I I didn't tell him on purpose. I was, I wanted him to kind of be like, what? Oh, this is awesome. And, you know, and, and I, and I think that, you know, that there are times when the Lord has blessing in mind for us and we don't know things it's coming and he just delivers it to us because he loves us and he wants to meet our needs. And that response that, that Daniel had, I think really is a great picture of how our response should be to our father in heaven is, is thank you, father. Thank you. Yeah. And like you were saying, it is an act. It, it's worshipful. It shows gratitude. It, it, it just acknowledges who he is and his goodness and what he does. And it well, really, well, when Daniel said that, gave me some perspective. <laughs> well, going along those lines, uh, Kathy uh, Haynes shared with us, um, it helps us to focus or helps us focus so that we remember that all good comes from God. And so, yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. No, that is it. And, and folks, that's the truth. All good comes from God. Uh, and, the bad times that come in your life, getting through those good, bad times is good from God. It's God getting you through them. So, uh, and even in the bad times, you can always find something to praise the praise the Lord for. Uh, you know, Thomas, as you said, you may be doing without something, and you know, you gripe and complain, and uh, you know, what what's the deal? I, I was complaining I had no shoes till I met a man that had no feet. I mean, that's the thing. We've got so much to be thankful for, especially in this country. Mm. Uh, and I think that uh, every morning we should wake up and just fall on our knees, giving thanks to the Lord. And before we go to bed at night, we should do the same thing because of all we have, what he is mm. blessed with that we take for granted. Uh, and, and, you know, if, if Daniel would have just taken for granted, you were going to go into the Burger King he wouldn't have been as thankful, but just the fact that, wow, yeah. you think enough of me to stop here to do this. That sounds- yeah, we got, we got him the big burger meal too. And Ooh. he got done with it. And I said, Daniel, does your tummy feel better? And he said, yeah, <laughs> I am so full. <laughs> All right. Well, Thomas, where are we at time? We are at 31 minutes and 30 seconds over, or about a minute and 32 seconds over. So right. uh, we just, good timing here um so what are we just so we can get a maybe a sneak peek what are we what are we preaching on sunday what's it about christmas well (laughs) i said it was the first sunday of advent oh Uh, see we are going to be looking at a conversation between god the father and god the son before jesus came to be born in the stable in bethlehem Ah, sneak peek. It's in the Bible. See, if you watch Tuesday Evening Live, you get a sneak peek of what, what's going on <laughs> Sunday. It's just worth it right there. So it's like the trailers at the end of movies. You know, you just got to stick through the end and hear the hear the magic part. All right. Well, I'm going to let you do your dismissal thing. And unless we had anything else to talk about, I think it should I be it. I think we're good. I think we're good to go. And folks, man, we're glad you joined us. Uh, uh, catch us, man. Be in church Sunday. Uh, we invite you to First Baptist Troy if you don't have a place to go. If you live in the Troy Temple, Lorena, Oenaville, Bell Falls area, uh, we'd invite you to come uh, worship with us. But if you don't live, man, 
go to a church, a good Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church. This is the time of year to do it as we start in and looking at the coming of our Savior. Uh, and so we need to be doing that. Uh, if you can't get to one, man, catch us on uh, all our uh, live stream. We've got a lot of live stream channels that we go on, and we invite you to do that. Uh, but uh, other than that, uh, hey, thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll see you next time. Kathy, I'll be in the living room in just about 30 seconds. <laughs>